It's 11.58 p.m. and Pop Culture Happy Hour has just spent three hours watching the 2019 MTV Video Music Awards, which are never really about awards so much as moments, big performances, and the memes and sound bites we may or may not remember for years to come. This year's show brought lots of Taylor Swift and a big, big moment for Missy Elliott. On top of that, we had Lizzo, Normani, Lil Nas X, Rosalia, and much, much more. I'm Stephen Thompson, and on this episode of Pop Culture Happy Hour from NPR, we'll break down the highlights and low points of the 2019 MTV Video Music Awards, so don't go away. Take a deeper dive into the art, lives, and legacies of Billie Holiday, Ella Fitzgerald, and the women who played a vital role in inventing American popular music. I'll be seeing you. Watch videos, read essays, and hear the full Turning the Tables playlist at npr.org slash turningthetables. Welcome back. We do not take the VMAs lightly here at Pop Culture Happy Hour, so we have assembled a late-night blue-ribbon panel of VMAs experts, starting with NPR Music's Marissa LaRusso. Hi, Marissa. Hello. It is a pleasure to have you here with me late at night, calling in from Nashville and also from NPR Music and Powers. Thank you for joining us, Anne. Drinking the fruity wine here in Nashville. Excellent. And calling in from Philadelphia, writer Christina Tucker. It is great to have you back, Christina. Hey, hey, hey. Excited to be here. It is great to have you. We have actually quite a bit to go over. Uh, But before we do, I want to do a very, very quick rundown of the least important thing about the MTV Video (laughs) Music Awards. And that is the MTV Video Music Awards themselves. Awards went to Taylor Swift for Video of the Year, Lil Nas X for Song of the Year, Billie Eilish won Best New Artist, plus awards for Shawn Mendes, Camila Cabello, Jonas Brothers, Cardi B, Normani, Ariana Grande, BTS, and more. Now that we are done with that... (laughs) We're going to talk about some of the biggest and best moments from the night. Uh, Marissa, why don't you start us off? Well, something that totally blew my mind was that Missy Elliott was given the Video Vanguard Award, which she so deserved. Like she has just totally she's just been like at the cutting edge for decades. So much of pop and hip hop and fashion just like would not exist without her. She's such a creative thinker visually and musically. So she gave a performance that was just like a medley of the greatest Missy Elliott hits um, that was really beautiful. And there were these like little pre-produced video segments where artists talked about how important Missy's been in their um in their lives and careers and i found that really moving lizzo cried i cried <laughs> i cried i laughed i danced because missy told me to dance and let's just talk about her her number itself like when she presented the medley of her greatest hits it was the version of a wrinkle in time that i i wanted oprah <laughs> You know, she was like in space and then she was in a cornfield and then, I don't know, she was in a hall of mirrors all at once. It was just, the screen came alive. When I heard the rain come down, I started just fist pumping in my bed as I was streaming it. I was like, here it comes. This is it. It's Missy Elliott time. Um, Yeah, Missy is an icon. She has always been an icon. The fact that she was not like the second person to receive a Video Vanguard Award makes no sense to me. I'm glad this small measure of justice has been doled out for her. 
and we got to see this performance tonight. I feel like tonight also marked another step on the inevitable rise to video vanguardhood of the great Lizzo, uh, (laughs) whose performance just blew my mind and does blow my mind every time I see her live or see her perform on TV. She is such an effervescent source of joy and self-love and just communal happiness. It was just giddy at the sight of her. And I thought her performance in front of a gigantic bouncing CGI rear end was just a a thing of wonder. Something about Lizzo that is so great is that I think like on the VMA stage, it's really easy for being an artist with a message to come across as like so contrived or so phony. Mm. And with Lizzo, like, you know that her message of self-love really comes from such a real place within her. And she really just is looking out into that crowd and wanting everyone in that room to feel love for themselves and feel the joy that she feels performing. And it's so it feels so real and special. And I also love that I've seen her perform Truth Hurts so many times, and I'm never sick of that performance. I'm always just as excited to see her perform that again and again and again, as many times as she wants to do it. I'm going to I'm going to be here. I just want her to perform a Super Bowl halftime show before I die. That's all I, that's all I ask. Now, Anne, Taylor Swift had a very big night. I mean, she won a huge award. She kicked off the festivities with a performance of two songs from her new album, Lover. She actually took the stage to accept awards twice, uh, the first time wisely passing it off to Todrick Hall, one of her collaborators. Gosh, where do we begin with Taylor Swift? Well, let's begin in a in a happy place, not in the dark place you want to take us to, Stephen, because I know you have mixed feelings about Taylor right now. Am I right? I have, I have, gosh, <laughs> so often my big explosive take on Taylor Swift is, yeah, she's, she's all right. I, I, I don't have explosively negative takes on her. I, I think, I think she has some great songs. I think Taylor is doing well with her mission. I think it's given her focus Um, You know, she has really embraced the cause of LGBTQ plus rights, and it's working politically for her, I think, and personally, as far as I can tell, but it's also working as performance, and that's what you saw tonight. You you saw Taylor surrounded by the cast members of uh, her video for You Need to Calm Down and handing off the award to Todrick Hall. Uh, A strange moment happened when she won another award and (laughs) presenter John Travolta actually (laughs) gave it to Jay Jolie, the the drag performer who plays Taylor in the video. And I will note, played Taylor Swift on Snatch Game in season five of RuPaul's Drag Race. Well, there you go. (laughs) You guys, I wish I found her more interesting or that she was doing anything that was interesting ever, but I find her just, as Steven said, very fine. Here she is. Okay. I'm just gesturing wildly because I don't have any, I don't have, I wish I had a hot take about her, but I just like, I find her fine. If she has a bop, I'm happy to support her and say, yes, Taylor, you've created a bop. But otherwise I'm just like, I don't know. Here you are again. Here we go. Well, here's one thing I liked about her performance tonight. Yeah. You know, I like the second half of her opening performance when she did uh, the song Lover. Lover. 
Uh, she stepped forward with an acoustic guitar and yes. uh, really struck kind of a, a stance similar to Elvis Presley on the cover of his old record, 50,000 Elvis Fans Can't Be Wrong, and just was that icon and also that songwriter and that singer. And you know what? Over her career, Taylor has not always hit every note she's tried to hit. But tonight, I thought she did. I really thought she nailed it. I thought she projected exactly who she is and who she wants to be in that moment. One of the notable things about Taylor tonight is that I think she perhaps intuited that this wasn't a night where she was going to be at the center. And she was right. I think we can all agree because the center and the future projected tonight was all about Latinx performers. African-American performers, it, it was not <laughs> about about a beautiful blonde from Tennessee. Well, you mentioned, Anne, Latin music. I, I really appreciated in this telecast that Latin music did not feel relegated to one medley or one moment or one award. J Balvin and Bad Bunny performed, Rosalia performed, and had several big moments through the course of the night. I felt like Latin music was more woven into the overall fabric of this show the way it often isn't on award shows, and I really did appreciate that. Absolutely, and you know Cardi B up there being her yeah. absolutely Cardi b <laughs> <laughs> She's our Lucille Ball, you know, and I love her. I love her for being uh, the comedic genius that she is, but you're absolutely right. Sean Mendes and, and Camila Cabello together, it was very Latin night, and that was great. Rosalia, when she accepted an award... She also thanked MTV, I guess, for letting her sing in Spanish. Well, I mean, it's not a matter of letting her. This is the future. This is definitely the future of pop, and we felt it strongly tonight. Yeah, speaking of the future of music, I felt, uh, and I think a lot of people felt, that watching Normani on stage, you were seeing one of the next... I, I felt the same way when they had Megan Thee Stallion show up for like 15 seconds. But <laughs> when they had Normani perform, I felt like this is somebody who's going to be headlining this thing very, very soon. Yeah, Normani was fantastic. I think it's been a while since we've gotten to see someone who dances so well and has so much fun with it. Like, it's, she's excellent at it, but it doesn't look like it's hard work. And she's also singing at the same time. I think she's going to be a huge star. I wish they had let her open the show or play a little earlier. It felt like I had to wait for a very long time to see her, but I was thrilled to see her. I think she did a great job and I can't wait to see what's coming next. And she performed her song, Motivation. The music video for that came out, what, like last week, right? right. Truly last week. And yeah. the whole world caught on and fell in love with this video. And seeing her perform it live was so gratifying and exciting. It really does feel like she is just like the next huge thing. It was a great continuation of the spirit of Missy Elliott because Motivation is a song that seems to somehow absorb and incorporate dance into the very rhythms of the song. And the video really is astounding. If, if, if anyone hasn't seen it, you must stop and go see it right this minute. And she basically recreated the video or adapted the video for her performance tonight. 
Well, speaking of videos that uh, cannot be escaped, <laughs> Marissa, you and I talked <laughs> about Lil Nas X and his presence over the course of the night. You and I sat next to each other as, as we watched this uh, entire show. And every time Lil Nas X popped up, I'd be like, am I too old to be Lil Nas X's friend? Billy Ray Cyrus is his friend, Stephen. I think you can do it, too. <laughs> and that is a real friendship. That is a genuine friendship. Really Could you not is. feel the love? I really could feel the love. I literally wrote down in my notes as we were watching, Lil Nas X is the future. He looked incredible when he accepted an award. He was wearing this gorgeous red suit with this embroidery that was just mind-blowing. And then he performed his song Panini in this kind of like future cyborg dance situation. It was just it was so... Very Tron. Yes. And like weird and funny. There was so much humor in the like 15 second little video that oh opened gosh, the performance yeah. about how, you know, it's like 70 years into the future and we're still all <laughs> subsisting off Old Town Road remixes. People around the world are joining us live to celebrate the release of Remix 3162. Honestly, if we make it that far and we're still listening to Old Town Road remixes, I'm going to consider that a win for the human race. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> So, Anne, on, on Twitter tonight, you made a reference to the fact that several of these performances tonight gave you this Kanye West circa graduation vibe. It was an odd looking night for some of these performances, thinking specifically of like that J Balvin, Bad Bunny thing, oh, the Taylor Swift mm. thing where like CGI emoji are popping up. And take us through this. I think, Stephen, basically there's one word to explain it, and it's Snapchat. Mm-hmm. possibly TikTok. It's whatever app is happening at the moment and it changes every day. But I mean, the emojis that were jumping up and sort of like attaching themselves to the apparently live performances, the shifting surreal uh, screen backdrops. But the choices of the images reminded me not only of emojis and, and uh, the effects of those apps, but also of the art of Takashi Murakami, who, of course, created uh, some of the most memorable Kanye West album covers and collaborated a lot with Kanye West back in the day. So just, just like Missy Elliott, it's tales of future past. All right, well, let's do a, a quick lightning round of final thoughts. Christina. Okay, so that Jonas Brothers concert at a different venue (laughs) was incredibly fun, and I wanted to be there. When they cut away and it was on a beach and there were fireworks, I was like, what is this? This is delightful. (laughs) I want to go to there. still got it. That's all I have to say. <laughs> well, Anne, uh, we could let that stand as your final thought, but what, what else you got? No, no. No, because I must, I must give props to the great Miley Cyrus. Miley recently been in the news. Uh, her marriage to Liam Hemsworth has, has gone the way of all things. Um, she performed her sad heartbreak ballad, Slide Away, and I mean, it was a black and white filter or something over the performance, but there were no real effects. Just her standing at a microphone with a string section behind her, singing her heart out, beautiful performance, serious. I love the song. It was like her Stevie Nicks moment. Miley, this is me thumping my heart, my chest for you. I love you.
Marissa, how about you? Um, one thing I wanted to shout out was that her, the artist her, played a ripping guitar solo, and it was like very short, and it was right at the end of her performance, but it was so great, and I just love to see women shred on TV award shows, so my props to her. So I, I guess I should be the one to mention Sebastian Maniscalco, Ugh. the host. Uh, Seb- Sebastian Maniscalco is a very, very, very successful comedian. As many people have pointed out on Twitter <laughs> when I've criticized him, uh, the guy sells out multi-night stands at Madison Square Garden. He is a, he is a very big deal. He, he was a very, very poor match, I thought, for this night and this show and this lineup of artists. He kicked off the night with this kind of snide monologue about like trigger warnings and safe spaces they're providing a safe space backstage will you get some stress balls and a blankie and also little Nas X brought his horse which will yeah horses backstage which will double as an emotional support animal which then led into a three-hour pansexual fantasia of, of acceptance of, of and world love. Span- joy, of, of joy, of world-spanning joy and self-love. <laughs> and it was, among other things, I found him not particularly funny, but I also just found it so jarring and wrong for the room uh, th- that it it put a bad taste in my mouth that took it took Lizzo to clear it out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, every time Stephen he came back on screen, I thought, oh. This guy is hosting. He just seemed so unnecessary to the flow of the night. There was never a moment where he made a joke so funny that it justified him being there. I don't know. He was dad walking into the family room and (laughs) messing up your party. That's what he was. I need dad to leave the family room because that's not what the family room is for tonight, dad. I told you I was having friends over. Go to to Starbucks. Get out of my face. (laughs) All right. Well, we want to know what you think about much more than Sebastian Meniscalco. Tell us what you think. Find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash PCHH. That brings us to the end of our show. You can follow Anne at Anne K. Powers. You can follow Christina at C underscore Grace T. And you can follow Marissa at MRSS LRSS. Thanks so much to all of you for being here. Thank you. Thank you. So fun. And of course, thank you for listening to Pop Culture Happy Hour from NPR. If you have a second and you're so inclined, please subscribe to our newsletter at npr.org slash popculturenewsletter. We will see you all right back here on Friday for our annual fall TV preview.